Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Friday. It's KHON to go. Kelly Simek. Aloha, everybody. Good morning and happy Aloha Friday. We have pretty nice conditions for today. We're going to be tracking a fairly typical trade wind weather pattern. I did want to update you on the systems, though, that I'm tracking in the eastern Pacific. Of course, we're continuing to track. Hurricane Felicia, as well as the invest behind it, which still has a 90% chance it'll strengthen in the next five days into a tropical cyclone, 80% chance that'll happen in the next two. Now, actually, Hurricane Felicia did strengthen to a major hurricane. Current sustained winds making it a Category 3, and it's looking like it's going to maintain Cat 3 strength through much of the weekend before weakening down to a tropical storm before it even enters our waters in the Central Pacific. So I'll continue to track both of those. As of right now, it is looking like we may see some rain rainfall from the systems by next weekend, but most or the main forecast models at least do show the systems breaking up well before they reach the islands. It's a good reminder though, we are in hurricane season. Make sure you have your hurricane kits prepared, have a plan with your family, and uh, stay safe during this hurricane season. Of course, stay tuned to KH22. We'll give you the latest both on air and online. Now what we are tracking here back at home, Central Pacific, our waters in the clear. There's a high pressure system to the north of the state, and that's what's really gonna make us happy through the next few days. It's delivering us a winds up to 25 miles an hour today. Very breezy. That'll be the case through tomorrow, too, pushing us a few of those low-level clouds that we've been tracking on the satellite as well as on the rainfall, as on the radar this morning. A few rain showers popping through. So as the rainfall moves through, we're seeing those showers mainly confined to the windward section, some of which, though, have been spilling leeward from time to time. But it's looking pretty dry through tomorrow, too. A boost in moisture, especially for the windward sections, comes through late Saturday into Sunday. And then Sunday, not only are we seeing more windward showers, but but it's also going to be even windier with winds kicking up a notch to 30 miles an hour. So blustery conditions taking over. Great news for humidity levels. That's definitely going to be nice and low, very comfortable. Um, but you're going to need to hang on to your hats out there with the blustery conditions. All right, that's look your weather. And I'll send it on out to Surf News Network's Gary Keeley. That's all you need to know on the surf front. Hey, good morning, GQ. Happy Aloha Friday, Kelly. Well, we're looking at a south swell slowly building. Right now it's up to two feet. Be patient for those. Up to three feet this evening and four feet all weekend long. And again, a south-southwest well from New Zealand. Out there at Sandy's and Makapu'u, easily topping the list today in power and pizzazz. And chop, it's three feet. Watch for some higher sets at Makapu'u. Makaha to the north shore, flat to a foot and a half. Laniakea is rideable. We're looking at trades to stick around in that moderate to fresh to strong pace. Small craft advisories have added in Oahu to the Big Island. Well, the high tide, 10, going low at 3. Sunset, 716. The weekend sunrise, 2 minutes before 6. Again, greeted to a nice south swell. This just into our newsroom. The Federal Aviation Administration has put a temporary stop to trans air operations in Hawaii. As of midnight, the FAA ordered its parent company, Rhodes Aviation of Honolulu, to end operations until FAA regulations are met. They say an investigation was launched last fall looking into the maintenance and safety practices of the company. And on June 13th, the company had 30 days to ask the FAA to reconsider, but it did not. Now, this decision is separate from the ongoing investigation into the July 2nd plane crash into the waters off Oahu. As of last night, the company had one operational Boeing 737-200. Here is today's Need to Know. 
A jump in COVID cases in Hawaii with 166 new infections reported yesterday, including another death. Health officials say the surge in the Delta variant is being caused by widespread community transmission and travel by unvaccinated people. At the end of the month, the Board of Water Supply will resume water shutoffs for customers who don't pay their bills. Customers will need to make a payment or set up a payment plan before July 31st. And starting on Monday, Halikawila Street between Richards and Punchbowl will be partially closed for pavement repairs. Weather permitting, the work is expected to take about two weeks. Vaccination clinics are being held across the islands this weekend. This includes events at Pearl Ridge Center, Kamakana Ali'i in Kapolei, Aloha Stadium, and the Honolulu Zoo. You can find a clinic near you at KHON2.com. Hawaii is ending its eviction moratorium on August 6th. Tenants who are behind on their rent are urged to respond to any notice of eviction so that the process can move to mediation. Honolulu police are still searching for the suspects in an armed robbery. We're told they held up a person on Kapi'olani Boulevard on June 23rd. If you know anything, call Crime Stoppers. And the Kailua Town Farmer's Market will be held at a new location this Sunday at the Enchanted Lakes Shopping Center. The event was forced to move after the Pali Lanes closed last month. The new school year starts in less than three weeks, but parents will have to wait a little longer to find out which distance learning options will be available. Yesterday, the Board of Education voted in favor of offering distance learning for families who request it. Superintendent Christina Kishimoto says plans will be announced by each complex next week. But some teachers are very concerned about having to teach face-to-face and online lessons at the same time. Having to teach students in two different formats simultaneously was hard. It took almost twice as long to get through a lesson than if I'd only had one modality to teach. This resolution does not in any way suggest or require synchronous teaching by uh, classroom teachers, both online and uh, in to students in the classroom. That just creates an undue burden on teachers. The board is also suggesting that the DOE look into federal funds for resources to provide adequate online learning options. We'll continue to follow up because it puts a lot of burden on the teachers and school starts in three weeks, less than three weeks. Yeah, so it's unfortunate, though, that they don't have these options already laid out and publicized because teachers need to plan, parents mm -hmm. need to plan, and students wants it, want a head up, too, wants a heads up, too, and they want to know what's going to happen and what they can expect. So it's just a little um, disappointing that this hasn't been out in the open yet and they haven't announced the options. Yeah, so hopefully it's coming soon. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here Monday morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.